0: This is the Airport Experience News Podcast, and I'm Ramon Lowe, the publisher of AXN and the host of this pod. Well, registration for the upcoming Airport Experience Conference is now open. Yes, it's open. And we've had a tremendous rush on signups. so please don't forget to register for the industry's Can't Miss Conference. I know that a lot of you who listen, actually virtually all of you who probably listen, um, already come to the conference and you know about the conference, but you know what? That doesn't mean you should wait to register for the conference. The show, as we like to call it, will be March 1st through the 4th at the brand new Gaylord Rockies in Denver, Colorado. And a bit of a shout out to our uh, wonderful airport partner, Denver International Airport. Looking towards really having a great conference there. For more information on the show, go to conference.airportxnews.com to register, reserve your booth, read up on the agenda, and more. Well, judging by the music, this is our monthly series, Ones to Watch. And in this episode, I am with Abby Carey of Portland International Airport. And one of the great things about doing this series is that you really get to know people in our industry. And I personally had only known Abby during our interactions at the conference. So for me, this was pretty satisfying getting to know her a bit more. And among the many things I learned about her, the one that really stands out the most is that she is a true Portlander. Yes, a true Portlander. She was born there, went to school there, worked her way up through the port, and now uh, at PDX. Well, here is my conversation with Abby Carey. So I'm here with Abby Carey, the concessions development manager for Portland International Airport. Abby, thank you for taking the time to speak with me.
1: Absolutely, thanks, Ramon.
0: So um, just to recap, uh, you are uh, a part of our recurring monthly series called Ones to Watch, where I chat with a member of various commercial management teams across the country. So, thank you again for doing this. Um, but getting right into it, firstly, I noticed that you didn't only just come up through the ranks of the Port of Portland, but you also attended Portland State University, etc. So, it's safe to say that you are a native Portlander, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely, native, native Portlander, native Oregonian. Um... Yeah, really. Uh, have never lived anywhere else. So,
0: <laughs> but but that's a great thing, right? Because I've always wanted to visit the Pacific Northwest, and you know, I've had family that have gone there, and, and they they always rave about how just how pure <laughs> everything is as compared to here. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. You know, it is. We have so much natural beauty around here, and just culturally too. In the city, the the food scene and kind of the art and entertainment scene is just so dynamic. I really. You know, I say I haven't lived anywhere else, but I've definitely traveled and um, definitely just found that everything I love is here in Portland. So it's great.
0: Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong. So my first question is one that I always ask, you know, what brought you into this industry?
1: Yeah, so... uh, finished up college at portland state university like you said um i got a, a bachelor of science in communications just really wanting to leave my possibilities open but knowing that i wanted to go into some kind of you know marketing communications um field of some sort um i found a, a little job at the port of portland which i didn't even know what what that was um Uh, for an admin role in our public affairs department. So I interviewed for that, was uh, successful there, and worked in the port's um, public affairs department for five years, um, really working on um, an array of issues related to the port's marine and industrial facilities as well, um, and then in addition to PDX, the Port of Portland owns and operates two other airports in Oregon. So um, pretty broad reach. We're one of the only combined ports in the country that does both aviation and marine. Yeah. So um, that, you know, gave me just a, a really solid background with the port overall. And then I, uh, stair-stepped, um, a bit up into, um, our customer relations department for PDX specifically where I ran a, um, program called Make the Connection that was that is geared toward training and incentivizing all 10,000 of our airport employees. Wow. (laughs) Which, yeah, yeah, no small task. (laughs) And then that um, led me to an opportunity in the concessions development team that was just really perfectly aligned with my skills and sort of my my, uh, my day-to-day preferences on, you know, what I, what I enjoy to work on, so. Now
0: that's, it's, I don't want to say it's too great of a leap, but you went from obviously doing comms for the port, and then specifically to PDX. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you just developed an interest in food and beverage, or was there anything that you've done in the past that maybe helped you appreciate, you know, um, the work that restaurateurs, retailers do? In general,
1: uh, yeah. So I did um, work about ten years in retail while I was uh, going to college, and a little and a little while afterward too. So definitely um, had the retail background and the kind of customer service experience. I was in management, um, so I. I felt like that was a good, you know, background for me. And it did develop an interest in kind of the consumer experience. Um, but then I was able to couple it with just my pride for the region here in, in Portland. And really what I, you know, instead of selling furniture, I'm, I'm selling experiences in our beautiful region. So um, to me, that, that was just a absolute, you know, best case scenario for, for where to spend my time.
0: Did you slowly just kind of understand that that essentially is what PDX is doing? It's the gateway. It's the first and last thing that people see. It's the gateway to the region. Uh, Or or did you already have an idea that that's what uh, pretty much the role that uh, the airport played?
1: Um, No, I definitely got a a much clearer sense of that. Um, Actually, starting in when I was working in public affairs, I specifically worked on projects in community affairs and media relations so i was very much focused on community perception and community experience with um you know a, a public agency um so there's definitely uh our our marine side of the business does um pull some local uh uh tax dollars so we're accountable to the community to to serve them so really everything that we talked about um back then in those public affairs days was was geared toward um you know how we're serving the community and that really started to frame my my sort of pdx um, philosophy overall that this is you know uh, something that is here to serve the public and be the best you know experience it can be for what travelers need
0: so you've been with portland uh with pdx i'm sorry uh for four years now even though you've been in many roles throughout the uh, with the port Uh, for many years. But in this four years, uh, just looking at things, you've probably seen at least uh, a good amount of change, not just within the airport itself, but probably perhaps across the industry when it comes to uh, food and retail. Now, maybe you guys are doing, uh, you're at an advantage because I know Portland is very, very prideful of the region. So you guys are very representative of the local market there, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we have in the past four years that I've been in this specific position, we've actually done three RFPs. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, I know, it's crazy to even say that three and four years. Um, and really, uh, Gosh, I'd say probably fifty locations involved in in all three of those, and we um, we do a lot of direct leasing, so we don't package a lot of locations here. So when I say fifty locations, I'm I'm really talking about fifty individual leases Conches, and individual yeah. <laughs> relationships with mm-hmm. uh, with new, you know potentially new small local tenants that have never ever done business in an airport before. So um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a busy four years, but um, just, yeah, the, the focus on, on local is really strong here and it's only grown in the last four years. Um, That RFP that we did back in um, about 2014 was um, definitely geared toward local and about, Half of what came out of that RFP was local, but that was so well received by the community. And, you know, our passenger satisfaction numbers just skyrocketed. And it really showed us that this is what our passenger base wants here is that local experience. So we just strengthened that for the next two RFPs and have grown just more and more in that local direction.
0: Yeah, there aren't that many, there are probably a handful, uh, probably more, but a handful of cities that I can think of where the airport can truly be as local as, P, uh, as Portland. You know, I can think, I can see Austin being the same, maybe San Francisco, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's a size thing. I think it's just the, um, I guess it's just the, the pride or maybe the, the region, the yeah. way it's just really difficult yeah. to staying very representative of, uh, of the area.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's just a a very, very robust uh, small business community here in Portland, not only at the airport, but citywide, just a a huge prioritization of, you know, local, small family owned businesses. So it's really kind of just um, ingrained in our culture here. And it's only natural to just bring that, that vibe to PDX as well.
0: So uh, you mentioned um, a little bit ago how when you had <laughs> issued basically fifty different leases or individual leases, and a lot of them were small businesses who had never done business in the airport. You know how was it in terms of just really, I guess, from your point of view, almost educating them and maybe like, uh, I guess, in some ways, talking about how, how or sharing your enthusiasm for this market, uh, for airports that is, not just Portland, but like, do you see that coming out of you now being in the industry uh, in this four plus years?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, um, just me seeing kind of the successes that, that these small businesses can have in an airport, um, and just the, not only the revenue, but just the growth of their brand presence in general and how it can kind of springboard them in some cases, you know, onto the national stage. Um, that is so rewarding and I've seen it in action. You know, I've seen, a uh, tiny food cart, um, that just had, you know, one little cart on a, you know, on a, on a street in Portland, um, end up opening a brick and mortar at the airport where they're on the, you know, international stage. So that just having seen that success in action, it really helps me be able to, um, kind of coach these new tenants as they're coming through the development process on, You know, that that sometimes that early on and the expense, you know, to to construct in the airport can be painful, but on the other end, the reward is just so great and and it goes far beyond revenues.
0: And plus you have that really cool, uh, you know, rotating food truck, uh, program that's I believe is pre-security, right? So that's kind of cool to use, uh, that space or allow that space to be used to introduce, you know, um, cool food trucks and and get a little more of the scene in 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 downtown of portland.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That program has been an awesome way to just bring um I would call micro businesses, not even small businesses, but oh. micro businesses into the airport and really just have an opportunity for everybody here, you know, small, medium, large. Um and uh you know, the food cart program um, it, it's sort of filling a temporary need pre-security um, before we uh, we're going to end up um, doing a large construction project pre-security where that area will be demolished. So this is kind of a temporary thing, but it's been a great test for us and shown that, um, you know, we need that program to live on and we need to bring it post-security where the exposure is, is really beneficial for the participants in the program.
0: So Abby, you, you do you just focus on food or you do retail as well?
1: Retail too.
0: Okay, yeah. excellent. So in your four plus years uh, in the airport, even maybe as a as a passenger traveling through, um, I'm sure you probably now have seen how uh, things have operated at least behind the scenes. Uh, to me, I find that super unique and exciting, so I'd love for, to know from you what about this industry do you find unique and exciting? Is it the operational side of things or is it just the the innovation of things or is it really the sum of everything?
1: um definitely everything <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah i mean there's there's you know all kinds of of Glamorous and not so glamorous parts of this role. Um, but you know, uh, i really I really find just the the boosting of the community, um, the local businesses, and just, everything that the port does in terms of art and entertainment, just really curating the best of Portland and putting that on the international stage and kind of framing it as like, if, you know, if you had a half an hour to spend in Portland, here you go, we've got it all at the airport for you. Um, So, uh, you know, just really helping to frame and tell the story of, you know, what, what Portland means what it, you know, the kind of heart and soul of the city all here at the airport is really what drives me. And then within that, just, you know, boosting up local small businesses and really extending the community um, to our passengers is so rewarding for me.
0: This is going to be a very, very open-ended question. Um, And I don't want you to say that every day is different or some derivative Uh, Of that, because everyone pretty much says that. But uh, right, what do you like about your job? And I know there's a lot to like, so I'm not trying to set you up for anything. But what do you what do you love about the, the position?
1: Oh, let's see. That's a very broad question. <laughs> um, and I, are, I already mentioned, like, you know, just the the community partnerships. That really is my favorite part. But if you get more into kind of the nuts and bolts, I really love being involved in the design of the locations. Mm-hmm. So I get pretty heavily involved with our port architects and engineers on the design review process And we have a fairly robust process here at PDX where we, um, you know, we do the three-phase design review, but we also have several in-person page turn meetings as part of that. And we get very involved. So really just getting, digging deep, kind of rolling up my sleeves and getting into the way that this place is going to look and feel and function and serve our passengers is so exciting to me.
0: Did you always have a, a, a love for that? Or is it something that you developed over time as you spent more time in this in, industry?
1: Um, no, I definitely have always had um, kind of a, a passion for, you know, interior design and, um, and architecture and, and all of that. So it's really, it's, you know, it's not what led me to this role, but it is definitely kind of a bonus, uh, you know, a great outcome.
0: I want you to look back during um, your tenure there with with the airport, and just really share perhaps a specific event during your tenure that provide that proved to be a point of learning.
1: A point of learning. Well, definitely. Um, I had 50 an experience. Leases, right? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Fifty
0: individual leases. Is that one?
1: Oh right. Yeah, I learned a little there. Yeah. <laughs> um, But there was, you know, a kind of an incident that helped frame my approach for, you know, communications and and relationship building with our tenants. Um, Way back when I first started, there was, uh, we had some different management here. I was under different leadership and I was pressed uh, very hard to take a very hard line with a tenant on something that was, you know, in the grand scheme, fairly minor, And, um, it was against my, my better judgment and against my instinct, but I was new in the position and I was trying to, you know, learn how to, um, put my foot down with a tenant essentially when needed. And the result of, of, you know, taking that person's advice and, and being pretty hard nosed was just that, you know. I didn't really accomplish anything. I damaged a relationship over it. And again, it was fairly minor, but to me, it was a great point of learning just that like, there's no reason to kind of take that hard line. I mean, certainly, you know, there are cases where you have to have a difficult conversation with somebody and, you know, um, expectations aren't being met, but by and large, I think just approaching our relationships as, you know, partnerships and friendships with our community members. And, you know, we, the PDX family is what we call everyone out here, um, is just really the way to go for me. And, and that experience was a huge pivot point for me and in, in how I would handle relationships going forward.
0: Have instances of that or similar to that, uh, propped up since then and maybe prepared you to handle them differently
1: yeah yeah definitely just um, like I said there there are always times unfortunately when um, you know you have to kind of uh, have a have a you know realistic conversation with somebody who may not be uh, quite in reality <laughs> on uh, you know the way they're approaching something or you know you might have to get Get a little bit tough um, in a certain situation, and yeah, I've constantly applied that sort of okay, step back, look at the big picture. Is this worth burning bridges over? You know, Mm -hmm. is there a better way? And then just really approach everything as a as a partnership.
0: Well, uh, speaking of learning, my next question, uh, you know, centers around mentors, and I'm sure you've probably come Mm -hmm. across. Uh, several during your time, uh, not just at the airport, but probably uh, throughout your whole career. You know, please mm-hmm. share uh, who your mentors were and what you learned from them.
1: So I have definitely had um, several, really been fortunate here to have excellent uh, management in all the different positions I've held at the port. Um but, um, and originally my, my first boss, uh, Chris White, she is the community or she's, she's just recently left the port after 20 years, but she um, was a community affairs manager. She really was the one that um, I followed her lead on just learning how to, um, you know, conduct myself in a, in a public agency. I came from just working, you know, retail service industry jobs. So this, Industry was entirely new to me, and she was our, you know, she was kind of my link to the the community passions that I developed, but then um, more recently and more importantly, um, my current uh, boss, Shane Andresen, he's the senior manager of concessions development, but he's also in an acting role as business and properties director here at PDX. He has been just an incredibly uh, inspirational mentor um, in the last three years or so for me, just really encouraging me to trust my instincts. Um, And just he constantly reminds me that, you know, if something goes wrong in the concessions program, You know, the planes here will still take off and land. All the passengers are still going to get where they need to go. So there's only so much disaster that we can affect here in concessions (laughs) when it comes to running an airport. So that, you know, is inspiring in itself. And then he just, you know, Shane's great at just knowing when to kind of step out of the spotlight and let me shine when I've really worked hard on something. And that's not something that um, some of my other managers have been, um, willing to do. So I, I really appreciate all of that.
0: Well, I don't don't know Shane that well, but from what I know of him, he, I'm not saying people love the the limelight or that he's shy or anything, but I think he's, he seems very reserved. He's very low key, but you know, he's very well-respected obviously within within the industry, but it's one of those, like, Mm -hmm. you know him, and respect him, but he just goes about his business kind of, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just everything is very, you know, calculated and but also kind of take it as it comes and very like we're not going to have any knee jerk reactions. We're not going to freak <laughs> out over a, over a little thing. We're going to, you know, <laughs> look at the big picture. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just it's a great sort of tone that he sets for our entire department to just kind of, you know, take everything day by day we're our, our team, um, because we also have, uh, airline business and properties in our, in our group too. Um, you know, we're very, very busy and it's really important to just, uh, take a a kind of measured approach to all the work we have. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So you coming right out of school, uh, straight for the, for the port rose through the ranks, uh, ended up here in the airports. And again, airports, very, very, uh, such a very, very specific uh, niche industry that not many people know. And I always come across people who, mm-hmm. who still to this day, this is the absolute truth, think the extent of airports are you're either a pilot or a flight attendant or or, or something,
1: mm-hmm. right? Or you work for yeah. a carrier,
0: not necessarily you work for the airport. So
1: Right. Do you get airplane discount or airline discount? <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's what everybody um, wants to know. <laughs>
0: you know you, that's that's the truth. I'm, I'm assuming you get that as well then.
1: No, I don't. But that's the oh. question I always get that people are just, oh, you work at the airport. You must get cheap tickets. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no that's there's true. so um, much more to that.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. who is it? Uh, a good friend who works for a very large, uh, on the airport side, who works for a very large hub airport, uh, that is one of the, they are consistently asked that question. And they're like, yeah. no, oh, I, yeah. I don't work for so-and-so. I work, you know, at right. the airport. Um, right, but that's, right. That's true. That's true. It's, <laughs> it's just amazing how the, <laughs> things have changed. But um, mm-hmm. if you had to, obviously you're very, I'm sure you're very happy where you are now with the airport and you're seeing all this new change. And it's very exciting. Um, was there any hesitation in the younger Abby when you were coming through the ranks, did you ever see that there was an opportunity to work in an airport environment? Or, And if so, would you go back and tell younger Abby, it's going to be okay because this airport thing is going to be awesome?
1: Yeah, I definitely uh, would, the advice I would give my younger self is, you know, look look in the direction of public agencies in general and the airport is a great, um, you know, the Port of Portland is a great uh, direction to take that just um, because, you know, I struggled a little bit before finding the Port of Portland with just the impact um, and the meaning of my retail jobs that I had and just really the depth that was there really wanted something more meaningful, something where I was serving the community or really playing a part, you know, in the, in the greater world beyond, beyond me. So coming to an organization that has a public mission, um, was just so inspiring because not only do I love what I do every day, I really feel like I'm giving back and Mm -hmm. I really do feel like I'm, I'm serving, you know, my, um, my community members around me that I, that I live with and that I'm a part of. So just that kind of holistic give-take, give, give-back um, mindset has been so nice at the port. And it's something that I, I wish I knew was out there when I was younger.
0: So you weren't aware of, I mean, you're aware of the, the mindset of the region, right? It's, it's, it's very local. It's very supportive, of small businesses, et cetera. But are you saying you weren't necessarily aware of that in, in the, um, through the, through the port and through the, the airport?
1: Yeah. Just not really aware that I could play a role in that actively. So, um, yeah, you know, I was working for a corporate retailer and, um, just didn't find a whole lot of depth or meaning there. Um, so bringing it back to the community level for me, was something that I found inspiring for really a lifelong career
0: so it, it must have been a, a tremendous surprise for you then at, once you do get to the airport or you know i'm not i don't want to you know obviously skip uh, your time at the port but when you get to the airport and it's heavily focused on um, supporting small businesses and very representative locally of all the concepts in the airport right that's that's where you're um, I guess that's where you can overcome that meaning in depth <laughs> that you were kind of yeah. like lacking in some ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it, it was a great first step to just kind of join the public sector and, um, you know, again, be kind of part of the uh, state of Oregon's government, if you will. And then to take that even a step further and really be in a role where I can help localize the airport and, You know, extend a handout to the community to come and come and join us here at the airport on the international stage. Uh, All of that just coupled up to be a best case scenario for what I find to be rewarding in a career.
0: So it's safe to say you would do it again if if we went back.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. And again, you know, this was kind of an accidental, um, evolving path for me, and I I absolutely wouldn't want it to have gone any other way.
0: Wait, so I I didn't ask this, and I maybe should have, because you, again, you said you graduated with a communications degree, correct? Mm-hmm, i did, yeah. and and there was uh one for a position for that within the port, but had it not come from the port what was what would be your ideal not ideal i'm sorry what would be what, what do you where would you see yourself career wise if it wasn't with the port you know ideally
1: you know um at that point in my life when i got my my new job with the port, I was pretty um I was pretty lost really. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew that I had this degree. I had, you know, the basis to do something really great, but I really didn't know what direction I wanted to go in. I think I would have probably ended up going, um, into like media relations and marketing. Um, it's always been kind of a natural interest of mine. And, you know, I really do see my, my role at the port very much. in in marketing really, um, concessions development, I think is, is, uh, has all kinds of marketing aspects to it. Um, it was really a blessing that I, I landed in this role with the port that was able to just springboard me forward. And I was able to kind of notice the, the areas of the port that I had interest and slowly kind of wiggle my way up to them. And, um, (laughs) here I am.
0: (laughs) Abby, my last question for you, um, you, you must have some downtime. You must have some fun hobbies, pastimes, et cetera. I don't, I, whether you, you, you read, or if there's a hobby of yours, you know, definitely please share what you like to do when you're not remaking the entire Portland food program. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And those couple minutes I have a day. <laughs> um well, you know, just coming out of summer, one thing that's kind of top on my mind is um a hobby that uh, my husband and I are really into rock collecting, oh, and we've been doing that for probably about five years now, and every summer we pretty much every weekend take our little chihuahua out into the woods <laughs> and uh do and we collect agates and uh, uh, jasper and all kinds of um, pretty stones oftentimes out of um you know, nearby creeks where we know um the material is occurring. But next week we're actually going out into the eastern Oregon Desert to do some mining um for sunstone. And wow. we've done we've done little mining expeditions out to the the high desert in eastern Oregon before several times and it's just such a, a peaceful time and such a great way to reconnect. So yeah, no, that's is- uh definitely the way I spend my time in the summers yeah
0: now this is going to sound really naive there are deserts in portland
1: <laughs> in oregon yeah
0: because <laughs> i just i just envision lush greenery and yeah
1: yeah so the actually most of the state is is desert um we have the willamette valley and the columbia river gorge which are both extremely lush old growth um areas but then and of course the oregon coast which is just beautiful in its own way but then you know most of the state to the east is is high desert so um, it gets you know very hot during the day, very very cold at night. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a apparently Oregon has three different biomes more than I believe more than any other state.
0: There you go. I learned something. New. That's that's that's. <laughs> there you go. Also, as an aside, my um, you know several couple of years ago we took a family vacation and one of our stops was in Asheville and we were in Pisgah National Forest. And my kids, uh, we did a little excursion on the side. It was at the foot of the mountain and they were panning for, you know, for stones and minerals and things like that. It was really, really cool. And my son actually came out with a geode from him. Actually, it was, I I got to go find the picture somewhere, but where they took, um, they found it and they actually have the, um, I'm making gestures in, in a, in a, Audio media, as if you can tell what I'm doing, but like they have <laughs> have a tool where you can crack it, I guess, so you could see the you know inside of everything. Yeah, it's really yeah, really cool. a- I think it's or something smoky quartz, but it was it, it's, okay. it's amazing. yeah, so cool. He's really yeah. developed into he's he, you know we got him books and he loves he has um he has a very his mind is bent that way which is great the sciences and stuff so he loves class yeah and, and, you know, that kind of thing. So that's great. That's
1: awesome. You should get them a a rock tumbler. Um, That's so, it's such an easy way for kids to play with rocks, just a tumbler that you can run in your backyard and polish stones. (laughs) Well, this is (laughs) what we do.
0: (laughs) This is South Florida. So I don't know what we'll get aside from chunks of just rock and dirt.
1: (laughs) True. Maybe another trip to Asheville to, collect some material
0: <laughs> no definitely but we but we did the whole thing we got uh we bought uh the actual like a special light so you can hold it up against the stone to see the color and the grade and all that stuff um mm-hmm. everything because he, he just got into it but no that's great uh, Great. That's great. And, and you know i just imagine that being in oregon uh not realizing that there was desert but realizing uh, <laughs> you know assuming that everything was basically just the west coast you know along the coast of oregon That you guys are just naturally out and about anyway it's like a Pacific Northwest thing just to yeah. be active and enjoy nature.
1: Definitely. Yeah, definitely a big outdoor scene here. Hiking, camping, rock climbing, pretty much anything you can do outdoors um, is, is a big deal here.
0: Excellent. Well, Abby, that's all I have. And I just want to okay. say thank you again for taking the time to speak with me.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for interviewing me. This was really fun.